Bishop, I was on an airplane on my way to see God. And the Lord began to speak to me and said, write these words as encouragement to the saints around the world. Thank you. 
on your lunch break, would you just take a moment out to pray for me? Because oh, I'm going to be praying for you. Watch God. Now, you know what's going to happen if you pray for somebody around you? Just look at somebody and tell them, I'll pray for you. You pray for me? What's getting ready to happen? Watch God. for you you pray for me and then we sit back and we watch God change things you pray I'm gonna pray for you I want y'all to pray for me and we're gonna sit back and we're gonna watch God change things y'all we're gonna watch God change things but after you've done everything after you've done everything you can I want you to just stand Stand in God's word. Stand in God. When you've done everything, when you prayed and cried, when you cried and prayed, just sit back and stand. God's got three answers for you. Yes, no, and wait. If God ain't said yes and he ain't said no, then you just wait. Don't put it in the microwave and think it's going to be done in a minute after you pray. After you've done all you can, 
just stand. I was about to say, no, Pastor, we don't need no more music because that was enough. Because all you do is stand and pray and you stand in God's word and you stand in the word of God and you believe what God has decreed for your life and you believe what God has said he would do for you. You know, uh, uh, the enemy has messed with me so much about this sermon I want to give today. You might have seen it on my face because everything, what can go wrong, been going wrong and a whole bunch of crazy stuff been happening because God did not want me to talk about the power of prayer. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. I mean, uh, God wanted me to talk about it. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The enemy didn't want me to talk about this power of prayer, but this is what we need to talk about. There is power in prayer, folks. You know, you know, before I get into it, well, first let me say, Father God, I just thank you this morning, Father God. Father God, I thank you for each and every one here, Father God. I pray for each and every one family here, Father God. I pray for them. I hope that they pray for me. And we're going to watch you change things, Father God. And when we've done all that we possibly can, Father God, we're just going to stand in your mighty name, Father God. We just thank you this morning, Father God. It may be my eyes, but your vision, Father God. My mouth, but your words, Father God. Let the words from my mouth, Father God, be acceptable in your sight this morning, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and everyone say amen. 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 So, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's power in prayer, y'all. It's power in prayer. You pray for me, I'll pray for you. And we need to sit back and watch God change things because he will change things. But you got to believe and you got to be connected. You know, uh, uh, in my new place, when I walk in the house, it's dark and I hate to walk into a dark house. See, no matter where you live, if you live in a house, apartment, a trailer, you, you got electricity. You got electricity that runs through the wires. Well, yesterday, uh, uh, when I walked in the house, you know, in order for me to not walk into a dark house, I have to walk to my kitchen or I have to walk to the uh, uh, hallway to flick on a switch so I won't trip over nothing. So I bought a lamp because I have a switch by my door that I can flick on and get me some light. So when I came in the house yesterday, I flicked and I had no light. And I flicked and I had no light. And the reason why I had no light because I didn't plug that lamp in into the source. I didn't plug that lamp in into the power. I didn't plug it in so as much as I flipped and I flipped and I flipped, I had no power. I had no light. The reason why I'm telling you this because I hear so many people say, Rich, I have prayed and nothing happened. Rich, I pray. Why do I pray? Why should I pray? Because I'm praying and ain't nothing happening. What I'm here to tell you because you're not plugged into the source. So no matter how many times I flick that switch and I turn that light on, if it ain't plugged in the source, I ain't got the power. If you're not plugged into God's will and if you're not plugged into the power, you can pray all day. And ain't nothing happening. 
You're talking loud and saying nothing if you ain't plugged in that source. See, when we pray, God listens. When we listen, God talk. But when we believe, God works. You have to believe in what you praying in in order to get that power. How do you get that power? Pray, y'all. You pray, and that's how you get the power. I pray for you. You pray for me. Then we can sit back and watch God change things. But in order to do that, you got to believe in what you praying for. See, we pray every night at seven o'clock, every single night. And I get off work at five o'clock. Do you think I want to uh, uh, every single night sit back and pray? Not every single night. Do I need to sit back and pray every single night at seven o'clock? I ain't going to even answer that. You know I need to. Because see, the Things of that day has been bothering me and I need to pray about it. I need to talk about what I saw on that news. I need to what to pray about what bothers me inside here. I need to pray about it. I need to pray about it each and every day, whether you do or not. So that's why I always be trying to talk about, hey, come pray with us at least one day a week. See, the prayers of the righteous avail is much. Now, we do need to pray in silence. We do need to pray for things on our own. We need to have our personal prayer, but we need to touch and agree on this garbage going on in the world. Also, as a family, we need to touch and agree about this virus. We need to touch and agree about what's going on with our children being prematurely taken away from here. We need to touch and agree on things as a family. And that's why we pray every day, except for Wednesday, we do Bible study. And who don't need to know more about the Bible? Come on, y'all. Hallelujah. We need to know more about the Bible. So we pray every day but Wednesday because we need to pray. We need to touch and agree on the evil one who's coming here to kill, steal, and destroy, and mostly us. And then we want to sit back sometime and we want to wonder. See, I was thinking about something today. November 19th, I have 14 years clean and sober. So right now I got 13 and a half years. Now that's weird to me. 13 and a half years of being clean and sober. That means I ain't smoked no joint. That means I ain't rolled up no marijuana and did like David Chappelle, sprinkle some crack on it, because that's what I used to do. And I didn't have no alcohol. This one gets me the most. I ain't had no alcohol in 13 and a half years. Now, you're looking at a person that when I didn't have money, I would buy this stuff called 211. 211 used to be a big old can like this and it costs like 90 cents. The cheapest raw gut stuff to ruin your life and stomach there is. But I ain't had no money. I went to that. The reason why I'm telling you this, the reason why I'm saying this, because God worked wonders. I was praying in vain, y'all. 
I was praying, God, please, I don't want to smoke no crack today. I'm shaking like a leaf praying. I'm shaking like Don Knotts, if y'all know who that is. I'm shaking like Don Knotts, God. I, I, I don't want to run out here and chase this crack no more. I don't want to spend this last 90 cent on a, on a 211. I prayed. I sat back and I watched God change things. I watched God change things. You know, see... I have a sermon this morning, but God is putting this other stuff in my mouth that I'm telling y'all about right now. And that's just the way God works with me. My face was so dragged and drawed this morning when I came in here because the enemy been hop, skipping and jumping with me. At least he's trying to. Because, see, the reason why I told y'all that story, which you've heard before, is that is the reason why the enemy is trying to attack me. The enemy is so mad at me. When I wake up in the morning, he say, oh, Lord, there he go again, getting on his knees, praying there he goes again. Boy, you used to work for me. That's what the enemy is saying. You used to work for me. You used to get up in the morning and you didn't pray. You was trying to figure out how you was getting that $10. That $10 to go do what you wanted to do. Or how you was going to get that 90 cents to go buy. Who can you rob? Who can you steal from? Who house can you break into? Window, because I was skinny enough to slip through any window. Who window can you go through? Let me get to my sermon. Praise be the Lord. Look at me now. Amen. Amen. Look at me now. I ain't all that in the bag of chips. But I ain't what I used to be. See, God, I'm going to tell you something. What I'm doing now and what I'm practicing now, I'm trying to be better each and every day than I was the day before. But I'm not only trying to be better as a person, I'm trying to be better in God. I'm trying to learn more about God each and every day. I want to know a little bit more about God tomorrow than I do today. How do you do that? You pick up your Bible and you pray. I'll pray for you. You pray for me and we will watch God change things. I'm going to say that a hundred times, y'all, because I believe it, y'all. Somebody was praying for my ragged butt when I was out there. Let me get to my sermon because praise the Lord, whatever he's putting in my mouth, I think somebody need to hear. Amen. 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 And amen. So, you may need a pen today because God gave me quite to talk about in prayer because prayer changes things, y'all. And if you don't think it's changing things, then you're not believing in what you're praying in. So let me go what God gave me as far as uh, 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 these verses. The first thing he gave me was Matthew 21, 22. And I don't expect y'all to uh, find it and be with me because I'm going to run these to you. And it says, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. Here's the magic word. Believing ye shall receive it. And all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive it. So if we're praying and we're not believing in what we're praying in, then we're just praying. We're talking. We're doing James Brown. We're talking loud and saying nothing. You must believe in what you're praying in. 
in order for you to receive what you pray in. And let's continue. I want to uh, y'all to write down Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, here goes that magic word again, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. And ye shall have them. It says this so many times in the Bible. I got to read it twice. It sounds so nice. Therefore, I say unto you what things soever ye desire when we pray. My favorite word, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. You got to believe in what we pray in, y'all. We just can't be praying. We need to pray that song says on your lunch break. Say a prayer. When you driving, say a prayer. When that person cut you off, say a prayer. When your headache, say a prayer. When your stomach aches, say a prayer. When your feet ache, say a prayer. When you get paid, say a prayer. When you win some money, get some money. The freezer is full, say a prayer. Say a prayer, y'all. All the time, y'all. Hallelujah. It also says, I want you to write down James. <clears throat> I want you to write down James 5 and 16. And this is why it's important for y'all to come on and pray with us. I don't care if you only do it one day a week. It's important that our family, our bread of life family, come on and pray with us. Because sometimes you need to do some things. Sometimes you need to do what James 5 and 16 say. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The eventual fervent prayers of a righteous person as much. See, sometimes we need to pray about some things that we have sat down and pray, but we need a little help. We need our brothers and sisters to be praying with us on our private time. See, when we pray, you know, I, a lot of people ask me for prayer that y'all don't even know. So when we're having prayer, since y'all don't know them, sometimes I speak, to, I speak uh, 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 not individually, but collectively because of the simple fact God knows what I'm praying about. I pray for them on my private time by name. But when we're all together, I pray for them collectively because I know that God knows See, he knows all and he sees all. So when I say, you know, all those people who ask me for prayer, because it be people on Facebook and they like, well, Reverend, can you pray for me? I don't even really know them from man on the moon. And if they don't tell me what they want me to pray for, I don't ask them. I say, God, you know, <laughs> because God knows. So I don't pray for each and every name. And, and this is just me. This is just me and this is the way I pray. But you best to believe when y'all ain't here, I go in that bathroom, even though I'm by myself. I still sometimes go in that bathroom and get on my knees and I pray. Sometimes when it's really serious, I get in a fetal position. I get on my face and I pray because, God, I want you to hear me. I want you to know, Father God, that this prayer, Father God, I expect to be answered. 
And I'm yes, I do. I do do demands. I am not scared to tell God what's going on, even though I already know he know. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person. I I don't mean to change the word, so I'm going to say what it says. Fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much, but we know when we see that in the Bible, that means man and woman. I say, I've been saying person because y'all know what the deal is. So the next one I want to go to and I want y'all to write down is John 14 and 13. 14 and 13 says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. What you ask for in Jesus' mighty name, he will do. But you got to remember what we've already said, that word believe and believing we must ask for. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if ye shall ask anything in my name, that's John 14, 14. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. You got to believe, and I'm going to continue to say that. What I want you to go to next and write down is John 15 and 7. Yeah. Hmm, 15 and 7, y'all. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, you, oh Lord, I'm supposed to be recording all of this. That's okay. Maybe we the only ones need to hear this today. I ain't recorded nothing, but that's okay though, because we know what we saying. All right, so uh, for my people who are uh, gonna hear this on YouTube, I did miss most of the sermon, but we talking about that power of prayer. We talking about if I pray for you and you pray for me, then we can sit back and watch God change things. Let me get back to it. So uh, um, I'm sorry, y'all. Let's see. Where did I stop off? Oh, John 15 and 7. I hope y'all write that down. If ye abide in me and my words, listen to that carefully. If my words abide in you, Ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Did y'all feel that? See, you have to abide in God's word. You just can't, uh, 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 what does it say? I got to read it again. If ye abide in me, that means if you abide in Jesus Christ and his words, if you have those words inside here, inside you, you shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. But you have to have his word inside you. You have to know the word of God. We have Bible studies on Wednesdays, just in case y'all don't know the word of God. You have to know the word of God. You have to know what you're praying for. You have to know. People say, well, how do I know if it's God's will? God's word is God's will. See, when you ask for a car, you might be like, that's not God's will. But it's verses in the Bible that say that God will give you these things. If you ask for a house, God will give you. Is that God's will? Read the Bible. 
Read the Bible, then you would know what God's will is. You must know God's words to understand God's will for your life. God has already decreed what he wants you to have. God, are, and we're going to get to that verse. I don't want to go ahead and, uh, uh, of myself. So y'all got John 15 and 17. So now I want you to write down 1 John 3 and 22. 1 John 3 and 22. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, uh pastor told me to make sure a long time ago. She probably don't even remember. Make sure, Richard, when you're doing the Johns, that you tell us which one you're doing. <laughs> because I used to just say everything, John, but no. First John 5 and 14. Amen. So, nope, I'm sorry, guys. We're going to get to First John 5 and 14 next. So keep that road down. Right now, we want to go to First John 3 and 22. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in God's sight. We want to do, we know everything that we do is not going to be pleasing in God's sight. And we may do that on accident or not on purpose. That's why I got to be better tomorrow than I am today in God's sight. And if I continue to do this, I will grow in God. I got to be better today than I was yesterday in God's sight. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we kept his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Let's go to that. What I mentioned before, first John five and 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I'm smiling on that, y'all. I'm smiling on that because as I read more and more about God, as I learn more today than I did yesterday, I'm learning what God will is. I'm learning. I am learning and, and learning is a good thing. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hear us, but we have to have confidence in Jesus Christ. We have to have confidence in these things that the enemy is trying to do, that we shrug off the enemy. We plead the blood of Jesus against the enemy, that we have confidence that Jesus is going to take care of the problem. If we don't take it on ourselves, if we give it to Jesus and leave it there, don't give it to him and take it back that he will work it out for us. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. If you remember that this battle that's going on is not yours, it's the Lord's, then he will remember you in prayer and he will remember that you need a little help. Let me continue here. So uh, let's go to uh, 1 John, oh, the next one. 1 John 5 and 15. And if we know that he hear us, Whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we desire of him. I got quiet. I got to read that one more again. I'm going to start at 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have that petition. 
that we desire him. Can I hear amen? If y'all don't know why y'all saying amen, let me tell ya. When we have that petition that we desire of him, whatsoever we ask for, we receive it, y'all. We receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go on because I got a few more verses to read. I want y'all to write down James 1 and 5. 1 and 5. Here's a prayer that I learned. Here's a prayer that I learned when I was in recovery free at last. God grant me that serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. And my favorite part of that prayer, the wisdom, Lord, the wisdom to know the difference, the wisdom to know the difference. Let's see what, uh, uh, what did I say? James 1, 5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God. I'm gonna run that by you one more again. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that give up to all man liberty and and not it shall be given to him. That's my point. If any of us lack wisdom, let us ask God and it shall be given to you. God grant me that serenity to accept things that I cannot change. I need the courage to change the things I can. But most of all, God, I need wisdom so I can know the difference. You may think all the time you know the difference, but if you ain't asked God for the wisdom to know the difference, you sometimes be wrong. But when you ask God the wisdom, I want the wisdom of Solomon, Peter, and Paul. I want that wisdom that you gave them. Don't be afraid don't be afraid to ask God what you want. We're going to get to that too, y'all. James uh, 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 1 and 6. But let him ask in faith. I'm going to say amen myself for that one. I'm going to go out here and talk to the rocks and they're going to say amen too. Let him ask in faith, y'all. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering for he that wavers like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and you will be tossed. So when you praying, don't waver. Don't be playing. Don't be playing while you praying. Let God know what you want. Let God put on your ephod. Pray. Let God know exactly your situation and your problem and what they say. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Tell God what it is. Tell God what you want. Don't be scared to let God know what it is you need, because I guarantee you he already knows. But he just waiting. God got all those blessings up there for you and he just waiting for you to for you to ask for it. A lot of people got a. a, a, a a lot of people got direct TV, they got cable, they got these boxes, they got fire sticks. So you turn it on and you press for the movie that you want to see. I got to tell you something. That movie is not in the box. That movie is in the atmosphere. And what the box does is reaches up 
and it pulls the movie down so you can see what was unseen on your TV. See, it wasn't seen on your TV until you pressed that button and the box went in the atmosphere and now you can see the unseen. Why did I tell you that? Because the prayer that you send, you're releasing it from earth, is going to heaven so your prayers, your righteous prayers is reaching up and trying to pull it down. But it got to be righteous and you got to believe in what you're praying because if you're not praying and believing, then it's not leaving. It's not leaving earth. See, what you bound on earth is bound in heaven. What you release from earth goes to heaven, y'all. So how can you pull it in if you're not pulling it out? I hope y'all feel me. Y'all too near me not to hear me. I hope you feel me. See, the prayers of the righteous, when you send up a prayer, let it be right. See, see, the angel told David, hey, look, God already answered your prayer. God answered your prayer the day you prayed it. I don't know why God told me to tell you that, but Daniel prayer was answered when he prayed it. But as the angel was delivering that answer, the enemy stepped in. The enemy stepped in. See, what I'm trying to tell you is the answer to your prayer is this close right here, y'all. Y'all look at me now. The answer to your prayer is right here. But the enemy is trying to block your prayer. So what you do, you stand. When you've done all you can, don't forget to stand. Mm-hmm. You just stand because it's on the way. It's on the way, but the enemy don't want you to have it. So it's hanging right here over your head while you talking about, well, God, I prayed and it ain't happening. Well, then you giving that enemy some strength. When you say I prayed and it ain't happening, you giving the enemy more and more strength. You understand what I'm saying? But when you keep praying and you believing in what you praying in, you giving that angel some permission to come down and answer your prayers. Let me continue, y'all. James 1 and 6, one more again, just in case you get it. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind, tossed. Feel me? Let's go to Jeremiah. Let's write down Jeremiah 29 and 11. So this is what I was talking about earlier because God already knew. See, God already have a plan for you. So if we left this earth and we went up there and God wanted us to know what he had planned for us, you'll be surprised. If God opened that box and say, here, Richard, this is what I had planned for you. I had planned for you a beautiful house, a beautiful this, a beautiful this. This is what I had planned for you because I've already had a plan for you. Before you were formed in your mama's womb, I already had a plan for you. I already know what I wanted for you. I already know what I needed you to do. But all I needed you to do was to pray, listen to me, follow my word. So what that says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you said of the Lord. It was thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. It goes on to say, then shall ye call upon me and ye shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. So what it's saying is that I already had this plan for you. And so I need you to pray. 
and I will release that plan. I need you to pray and do what I ask you to do. What do I know? How do I know what you asked me to do, Lord? Because when I pray, he listens. When I listen, he talks. But when I believe, he answers. Y'all follow me so far? Give me a little nod there. Yeah, because, you know, I have to check and see if you're following me. Amen. Okay, so. Uh, so uh, for some reason, I have Jeremiah 29, 11, 12 and 13. What 13 says, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all thy heart. So you have to search with him for all your heart. So, you know, you ladies, when you planning on wearing a pair of earrings and you only find one, you search and you seek for that other earring. Because that's the one you planned on wearing that day. You know when you want to wear those black shoes, those heels, and you can't find but one, you search and you seek for that other shoe. <laughs> you need to search and seek for God in that same manner. If you lose your keys to your car and you can't start it and lock your door, boy, you look under the couch, you look in the cabinets, you search, you seek. You search, you seek until you find it because you know you can't go nowhere. So you search, excuse me. <coughs> Devil, you a lie. You ain't finna stop. You search, you seek until you find those keys, y'all. Do y'all feel me? So if you don't find the keys, you can't start your car. You search and you seek for Jesus until you find him. Because you will be flicking that light switch on and on and on and on and on. But if you ain't got the light plugged up, y'all, it ain't coming on. Imagine if you didn't pay your light bill. Your refrigerator ain't on. You can't turn on the TV. I think y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm going to continue, y'all. I got to read Jeremiah 29, 13 again. And ye shall seek me and find me. When you shall search for me with all my heart. Here's one of my favorite. Let's go to Thessalonians. We're going to do Thessalonians 5, 16 to Thessalonians. I'm sorry, Pastor. First Thessalonians. <laughs> I'm learning, Pastor. I'm learning. First Thessalonians uh, uh, 5, 16 to 5, 18. It says, rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing, pray without ceasing, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God, Christ Jesus, concerning you. Pray without ceasing. Continue to pray. Pray when you feel good. Pray when you feel bad. Pray when you're hurt. Pray when you're happy. Pray. God wants you to pray because when you pray, it's like plugging in that lamp. So when you hit the switch, the light come on. You feel me? All right. I'm going to keep on going here. So I hope you wrote down first Thessalonians 5, 16 to 5, 18, because now I want you to write down ha, Philippians 4 and 6. Y'all write this down for me. Philippians 4 and 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made 
unto God. Don't be scared. Let your request be made unto God. Let what you want put on your ephod, get on your knees and tell God exactly what he already knows. What you want. Believe it and you receive it if it's in God's will. How do you know if it's in God's will? Pick up your Bible and find out. Join us on Wednesday for Bible study, y'all. Y'all gonna hear that a couple of times. It may sound funny and it may sound like I'm joking, but I'm serious as a heart attack. I am serious, y'all. I think I know a lot of things about the Bible and I do.